Hey, this is Simply Scott, and I'm Scott. Uh, this is a show where we talk about ways to simplify health and fitness, and we get into other areas of life too. And we focus on simplifying because when you make something simple, you do it. And when you do it, you get results. When we overcomplicate or uh, make things too big of a project too often, we, uh, we just don't sustain those efforts. And when it comes to health and fitness, this is the rest of your life. This is something you've got to do for the rest of your life. So it's got to be sustainable. It's not a one-off project. It's not a uh, giant effort that once you achieve it, you can stop. It's, it is the rest of your life. You need to stay healthy and fit. So today I want to talk about something we haven't really touched on before in previous episodes, and that is diet. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, things in general, not necessarily specific foods that anyone should or shouldn't be eating. I'm not a uh, nutritionist or registered dietitian, so if you have special health issues you might want to talk to someone who is or use a program, and I'll get into that, that is designed by a uh, dietitian or nutritionist, someone who's really studied and uh, you know can provide a program that meets your specific needs. But getting back to the whole simplicity thing, as you know, when it comes to working out, uh, if you've listened to prior episodes, I strongly recommend going to a gym that has classes because when you go to a class, you do not have to prepare. You don't have to program. All you have to do is make the decision to go at a certain time and go and then do the workout, right? It's really simple. If you have to figure it all out, plan the routine, um, you know, take a weekend every month to plan out your month of working out. That's really hard to sustain, um, especially if you're not a really serious athlete with some specific goals, right? The level of motivation you need to do that and knowledge is, is a lot and it's much easier to go to classes. So food, much the same. Keep it simple. I, I see so many um, recipes and suggestions online, and the people giving them are well-intentioned and knowledgeable, but they're also obsessed with cooking and food. So it seems reasonable to them to go shop for all these special ingredients, to spend hours preparing your food, that you then eat in 20 minutes. You know, that's a big struggle I have with food preparation. It takes, and all the moms and wives and, and dads and husbands too who do cooking, but I think if we're honest, moms and wives are doing most of it out there in most families. All the time they spend making us these amazing meals that we eat in just 15 or 20 minutes. Let me just throw a side note in there. Say thank you for the food that somebody else took time to make. But it takes a lot of time, and I really struggle with setting aside time for food preparation. Now, if you love 
to cook and buy food and it's it's almost like a method of relaxation for you then meal prepping is a way that you can take i'm going to say half a day on the weekend which is what most people do who meal prep and prepare your meals usually most people do uh lunch maybe lunch and breakfast when they meal prep um you know sometimes one spouse will do it for the other um more bang for the buck it doesn't take that much more time it's just more you know larger quantity of ingredients to meal prep for more people but it you know for me that's too much i would meal prep for like two weeks and then quit and i am going to harp as long as i do this podcast on finding sustainable activities to keep you healthy and fit and something that takes that much effort for me, and if you know that you're the same, uh, that, that I'm, I'm not going to be able to sustain it, I'm not even going to start. Because another philosophy that I'll share time and time again is, it's, it can be worse to start something that is not sustainable and then quit it than to have never started in the first place. And I say that because every time you quit, it's very easy for it to feel like a failure. And that's extremely discouraging, right? It can really get you down and discourage you from doing anything again to improve your health or fitness, even if it's a simple achievable plan because you start, you can start to label yourself as just unhealthy, just unfit, just overweight, I just can't do it. Right? And maybe what the real problem is, is everything you've tried is either something along the lines of a quick fix that's supposed to you know, lose a tremendous amount of weight in a few months. Now, some people do have specific issues. Maybe you do need surgery. That's certainly not for me to say. That's for you to consult with a doctor about um, to, to launch your sort of weight loss and healthy, healthier life phase. But for the most part, most of us just need to find something sustainable that we can do on a daily basis. So for me, I like to choose simple foods that are healthy and I, and I prepare ahead. One of the biggest things, one of the biggest things you can do if you go to, if you work outside of your home is take your own lunch do not go out to eat. Not only did I just save you money, if you follow that advice, um, but you will avoid so many calories and bad calories. So much uh, of the food that we buy at restaurants tastes really good because it has a lot of things in it that we really don't need to be eating on a regular basis. It has extra sugar in it. It has uh, added ingredients to enhance the taste that really aren't healthy for our lives. So planning ahead, simple meals that you take, so you control the quantity before you're hungry. You've already established that quantity and you take lunch every day, right? I also use, I'm a big believer in um, meal replacement shakes. There are a lot of them out there. Some of them have been pitched purely as weight loss 
A lot of those sadly don't have the greatest ingredients. I, there are more on the market now that do have really healthy ingredients. I'm full disclosure, I'm so uh, supportive of this. My wife and I are actually launching a company, a brand, Soul Shakes, to release our own meal replacement shake. But we've been using this kind of product for years. Um, and it's something that's really helped us, especially for breakfast, to get a healthy but controlled breakfast, right? So for breakfast, my meal replacement shake is usually gonna run me somewhere in the neighborhood of 300 or so calories. That's a really low uh, calorie count for a, for a meal. It fills me up. I typically use a vegan product, so I'm getting a lot of good, clean vegetable ingredients in a chocolate shake. Uh, it's, it's a really good way to get some healthy food in a very simple uh, format. You know, you get a container, you scoop it into your water or your almond milk, you shake it in a shaker bottle or you put it in a blender and boom, you've got a healthy meal that was really simple to make. Back to the whole simple theme. So I, and sometimes I also take one of those to work and then I'll also take an apple uh, usually to work with me because let's face it, we, our bodies, our minds uh, and our stomachs want to chew on something solid at some point. And it's, it's really hard to just drink everything, all of your nutrients and we need to eat some real whole foods too. So for me, I'll tell you, it's what I'm having for lunch today. I brought a shake, a meal replacement shake that is vegan. I made it with a mix of coconut almond milk. I added some peanut butter powder to it and, and I brought uh, an apple. And I'll probably put peanut butter on my apple. You gotta control the quantities. Uh, I just keep a container of peanut butter in my office. and. One thing I also do at work is I avoid the snacks, the crap that people bring to work and leave in the break room because they're smart enough to know they shouldn't keep it in their house so they don't eat it, so they bring it to work so that you will eat it instead. Um, here's some little tricks I do to avoid snacks. Snacks are a major killer. I, I give you an example. Um, a friend of mine, this is years ago, so if anyone thinks this, this is them or something, there's no way you're gonna remember this from years ago. No names will be divulged, but he um, observed another family member. I'll be as generic as possible so no one gets identified here. Uh, he was spending a lot of time with, that he didn't normally spend time with, who was you know, trying to lose weight was one of those people who's constantly yo-yoing, you know, diet, off the diet, this kind of thing that we're trying to avoid, this unsustainable uh, habits that are unhealthy and they're also just mentally discouraging and they just get increasingly discouraging over time. So anyway, the, the family member was eating very healthy controlled meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner. But what the family member was also doing that was completely sabotaging the not healthy controlled meal effort 
was eating sweets between the meals. It, it is amazing how much sugar can be in a really small sweet like a cookie or a brownie or something like that. And you look at it and you look at that little square or little circle and you're thinking to yourself, that's not that much. That on a consistent basis, not saying no one can ever eat a cookie or a brownie. I had part of a cookie last night. Um, But on a consistent basis, having those in between your meals, especially if you're in a stage where you need to be losing weight and you're not just sustaining and maintaining weight, that is going to sabotage your effort. You have got to avoid snacks or just like your lunch, plan it plan it out, right? So if you know that you're going to get hungry between meals, you need to have a snack prepared. That snack can be something like an apple, carrots, something that you enjoy eating that is going to be satisfying, maybe nuts. Nuts do have a lot of fat in them, but typically it's a good healthy fat. You do have to watch though that some some of those nuts are not you know, peanuts, not the greatest option in the world. Um, maybe, you know, try some almonds or maybe some mixed nuts or something like that. And a handful of nuts can be really filling and not a bad snack. It's also real food. It's not a confectionery mixture <laughs> designed to uh, tease your taste buds, right? So plan it out. Planning is really key uh, here. And not excessive planning, just thinking ahead, right? I'm taking my lunch. Okay, in the morning, I take some simple uh, lunch. It could be the meal replacement shake and an apple. It could be a small, um, you know, dish of what what you had for dinner last night, if it was healthy, uh, you know, something like that that's a controlled, decided ahead of time portion. And the same with snacks. Really, really avoid snacks. Here's one of the things I do when people bring stuff into the um, to the office. I tell myself, this is what I actually tell myself all the time. If there's anything there that tempts me, if there's anything there that tempts me, I say, you know, if it's still there at four o'clock this afternoon, maybe I'll have some. And that's what I tell myself. I keep telling that, okay, well, but, well, if I make it to four and that's still there at four, then maybe I'll let myself have some. And I would say nine times out of 10, I never have any. Either it's no longer there at four, I don't want it anymore because of the pure disgust factor of it sitting out on a table at the office all day. It's not appealing anymore. So I've kind of, you know, not tricked myself. I know what I'm doing, but it's self-talk. Self-talk really helps. I've convinced myself not to eat it. And by waiting, I don't eat it. And I also don't go in there and stare at it. Um, You know, I'm in and out of the kitchen at the office if I need to be in there at all. Uh, Now, I had one coworker years ago who said, well, I try to stay out of there, but the bathroom key, yes, we have to use a bathroom key currently. Um, The bathroom key is in a drawer in the kitchen. So I have to go in there to get the key to use the bathroom. And that's when I see the sweets that I can't resist. And I was like, oh, I get that. How about this? How about we talk to the office administrator 
about hanging the bathroom key on a hook or in a different drawer outside of the kitchen so that you don't have to do that. Really simple way, really simple solution. Maybe there's a simple solution like that for you to just avoid the temptation altogether. The less you have to use self-control, the less you use it up. We have a limited uh, capacity for self-control and certainly in a given day and probably you know in a given week. I mean, does anyone else find that on Fridays their self-control is uh, lacking a little bit? Uh, I know I do sometimes. You know, Friday, I'm done. I'm done. I'm tired. I'm worn out from the entire week. So we have limited capacity for self-control. So take away situations, avoid situations where you have to use it so that you have it when you need it. Um, I ran around a bunch today uh, on this topic. Uh, I hit a few different points. I, I wanna summarize because I did bounce around a little bit today. There's, there's so much to talk about and uh, maybe I tried to cover too much in one little podcast because I try to keep these short and sort of consumable in one sitting for you. But really key, key topics, same thing I've said time and time again, don't overcomplicate. If you're, you know, for example, meal prepping, unless you enjoy food preparation as a form of relaxation or a hobby, I have, I have known very few people who are able to sustain a meal prepping uh, regimen uh, because it takes probably half a day out of your weekend to do to prepare for the whole week and that just wears on you over time not to mention uh, some people don't like to eat the same thing every day and meal prepping frequently means you're about to have lunch the same way five days in a row <laughs> you know breakfast the same way five days in a row um, don't blow a good plan for breakfast lunch and dinner by eating snacks in between. If you know you get hungry, one problem might be you're eating the wrong foods that don't keep you full. And you need to focus more on protein. I'll try to hit um, the types of foods we, we should be eating in a separate podcast. You should be probably eating more protein and healthy fats to keep you full. And you might be eating too much carb or especially sugar content and it's not keeping you full. That could be one of your problems. But if you know, even if you're eating healthy, eating the right food, and you know you're going to get hungry in between, plan your snacks ahead of time. Take a little baggie of small carrots and a little bit of hummus or guacamole or something to the office. You know, um, Slice up some peppers if you like uh, bell peppers. Slice those up and I'll eat some hummus or guacamole with those sometimes. Take an apple to the office. Um, maybe even put some peanut butter on it. Just make sure you control the quantity of peanut butter, right? Try to keep it to a serving. Because one serving of peanut butter is like 190 calories, guys. So it's, it's a lot. It tastes amazing. But you, you got to control the quantity of it, right? And, and stay away from the snacks at work to, to avoid those snacks. And consider something like a meal replacement shake for one, or if you're trying to lose weight, up to two of your meals a day. Probably with one of those meals, you should add something like that apple, carrots, uh, cut up bell pepper, something 
healthy to supplement so that you actually have something to chew on that's a little more satisfying, let's be honest, than just drinking no matter what the drink is, no matter how filling and so satisfying the drink is. There's something about chewing um, that, that just gives us a more full sensation and satisfying eating sensation. Um, you know, a good, healthy, um, I, I encourage vegan meal replacement shakes. Um, those are some great options. Um, this is the first time I've ever gone over 20 minutes in a podcast. So if you hung with me, I'm hoping you found something valuable today, some key principles at least to just help you on your eating, on the eating portion of your health and fitness journey. Remember, keep it simple because if you keep it simple, you'll do it. And if you do it, you'll see results. That's what we want. Let's do it. Talk to you later.